Yo, what up? We must be back with a new season, man. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 1100 AM. That right. That and we got Tiff, hand in the building. Hey, Joe and what Coach, you now about to witness the strength of sports talk radio. Let go. I can read your mind. You know it's that time. Hold up. Hold up. Boy, I'm so fly, I feel like Brent Grimes. Brent Grimes. About to kill the whole season, man. SRT got picks for days. Ain't no telling when I'm going to land. Never stall in. Pass the ball in the LBJ. That's the kick, fam. Woo, Been bowling since Space Jam. New logo like the LA Rams. Uh-huh. SRT next up. Big dog picks Devin Hester. And that's the word on the street. Tiff got me right like we run in the screen. Real talk canine, I know what I mean. We causing the scene. SRT got what you want every week. I ain't going to say it, no, no. What up, what up, what up? It's... Sports Roundtable, live from the SRT Studios, overlooking Atlantic Station. And it is another week. Happy SRT Wednesday. We are in the building, Sports Roundtable, with the SRT crew, doing it live once again. A lot to talk about tonight. A whole lot to talk about as some hot news has been going on all day long when it comes to NBA want to give a shout out to everybody who listened to the show, especially in Tokyo. They are still rocking with us all week, all the time. If you want to join the show, give us a call, 404-603-8770. And if you want to follow the show, just go to the dial on AM 1100. And if you want to listen to us live, and if you're not in the car, Go to srtradio.com. Just click listen live, and we will be there in a flash. If this is your first time listening to the show, shame on you, but we do appreciate it. And that means we have to introduce the crew. And I am your humble host from Westside Bankhead. It won't fall. Bankhead represent all day, every day. Long as uh, it is going down here in the SRT studios, and um, my main man, one of my main men, all the way from Memphis, Tennessee, he's a Cowboys fan. But let me just say this before we even introduce this guy, um, Florida State, Alabama played the first game of the season. Woo! <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to contain y'all two woo, woo. in the building. But the man who represented Florida State, <laughs> again, all the way from Memphis, Tennessee, is the sports superhero, Hancock. What up, big homie? What's happening, man? What up, crew? What happening? Oh, I'm sorry. Hello, young lady. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? All right, now back to the regular schedule program. What up, crew? What up? What up, G? Yo. Yes, sir. Hey, what's up with the NBA, man? They trying to catch football. I heard that. Hey, you know, it was a um, big-time rapper out of Oakland, if you uh-huh. want to call him that. Okay. By the name of MC Hammer. Uh-huh. He had this girl group, 357. Oak Town. Yeah. What they said, Juicy got him crazy. He's like, <laughs> Golden State got him crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in the NBA just <laughs> tripping. What's good? Hey, running. Nice. Hey, it's going on. Oh, a juicy got him crazy. Juicy yeah, got him crazy. Juicy got him crazy. <laughs> That's my main man, 
Hancock Bad and my other guy across from him. And he represents the gump, but he also represents what a champion should look like and feel like. Four out of the eight years is D-Will, the coach. What's happening, man? What up, crew? What, what up, up? Weezy? What up, ATL? Hey, man, listen, it's too much to talk about. So let's go. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's go. Ah! And, of course, uh, we can't forget the man behind the glass dropping them beats each and every week. The audio producer of the show is G Money. And my, my brother's keeper. Yes, I am. G, everything good? We good. There it is. Oh, and uh, talk about Florida State, Alabama. I'm going to find that clip, but I remember the bet, D-Will. Oh. What was it? Yeah. The winner has to... Uh, the loser has to shave the other team's logo in their hair. Oh, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, I hope you don't find that. <laughs> hey, listen, I need the footage. I need to listen to the tape. I'm I, sure he will find I it. I need to know if I was here. <laughs> hey, listen, I must have had an extra pregame that Ooh, day. I must have been drinking with you. <laughs> <laughs> or something. something. Unless y'all are going to... Uh, Put that bet down and go for something else. Oh, we yeah, gonna yeah, we we, we, we gonna yeah, rearrange. Yeah, we yeah, we, yeah, we buy a hat yeah, or something. We must yeah, have been yeah, in the penthouse yeah, and sleep money. Yeah, we, we, yeah. we, we <laughs> might have to wear Florida State shirt for yeah. the show or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, man. We got a lot going on. We got some hot news, of course, and uh, we got the SRT fun bag. So stay tuned for that around seven thirty. So please stay tuned for that. We got a new segment by my main man D Will. Call you big dummy. Please stay tuned for that at about 7.45. And that'll end the first half of the show. And when we come back the second half of the show, we got some extra credit by my main man, G Money. G's extra credit. To give you some of this secondary news we got going on. And in the second half of the show, man, we just go talk NBA and what's going on, what's really, really going on. And with that being said, G, let's go ahead and get into some hot news. Blazing. Hot, hot, hot. Scorching. Red hot. This is why I'm hot. It's, it's the, the Sports, Sports Roundtable Hot News. Yeah, hot news sponsored by the Big Easy Grill. You're looking for the best New Orleans seafood in town? Please go over to our friends at the Big Easy Grill, 1193 Call You Road, Atlanta, Georgia. I just left that today, and when I tell you, the best shrimp in town. And it's verified. Trust me when I tell you. If you want to go check out the menu, please go to BigEasyGrill.com. All right. The first hot news of the day is Chris Paul gets traded to Houston because of, and we go get into it, but he gets traded to Houston. Fellas, how is that going to work with him and James Harden? Two ball-dominating players. One is a point guard, one just a player. In the Dan D'Antoni offense. I, I don't really see how it works, but I didn't see how James Harden would work at the point guard, and he proved me wrong then. You know, he arguably what uh, run-up for MVP last year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, looking at it, 
just firsthand. I don't know. In basketball, let's say change the rules and you're playing with two balls instead of one. I just don't know how it works because both of these guys, as you say, have to have the ball to be successful or to be effective. Their game has been that. Uh, I guess if I'd have seen this happen before Harden became the player he was last year and Paul went there, then I would say, okay. But I'm not sure how how Harden accepts a role to be, you know, the second guy, basically. You know, not the orchestrator. So I don't know. I, I don't think his scoring will go down, but as far as his being able to have his imprint on the game like it was, something has to change. And be, I'm just not sure that that works. Be, because Chris Paul is not no sitting in the corner, stand still shooter. That's not him. I mean, I do, I do agree in this day and time, you have to have multifaceted players that are able to score and, you know, distribute the ball and make a play for somebody else. But we're talking about the extreme playmaker in Chris Paul, not a – a piece that can make a play for another person. Right, so, right. I don't know, man. I we I, I guess we'll see. I'm, I'm just not sure how it works. D. Will, what would you? It's one of the most confusing things I've ever seen because we sat on this show and talked about before the season. James Harden at point guard. Exactly. How is James Harden going to play point guard? And he proved everybody in this room wrong. He showed he can distribute. He showed he can play make while. At the same time, still scoring. So to bring in Chris Paul, who is not a prolific scorer. So, like you say, you can't just give him the ball and say, go get me a basket. So, giving James Harden that role, you're just going to take it back from him and say, hey, go <laughs> go play two guard? Right. Go, go go play the two. Go play off the dribble, uh, catch and shoot. off. James Harden's not going to accept that. I can't see it either. Like I said, if it was before last year. If it was before, I totally agree, piggybacking. If it was before last season, I would be like, oh, this is a great move. Because we know Harden can play that role. But in the role he's developed into, he's developed into not just a player, but to the player. Like I say, he's runner-up MVP this year. And this is his second second place award in the MVP in the last three years. So you're going to bring in a Chris Paul to take over his duties? And then my point is, Look how they're currently constructed in Houston. You're not about to win. So is this move made to make another move? Well, that, that there is be, a move that, that, that's, that that's kind of on the burner, and that's Carmelo. Which, if, but he's I, a he, ball stopper. He's even worse. Yes. <laughs> so, but he has. he's going to want to get balled out of New York. Well, well, he's yeah, going to get well, balled out. He's going to get that thing $54 million on. is right. on the table. He's getting all that $54 million. Yeah. You can bet. He, he, he'll sit there with his arms folded. I'm sure he would with that no trade clause. So so this is the, I guess if you want to paint a picture, is two women in the kitchen trying to fix Sunday dinner. Maybe they need to talk to Lou Williams. Hey, listen. Ooh, <laughs> whoop, whoop. Hey, because Lou, Lou. Lou make it work. Hey, Lou make it work. <laughs> so, and they just shipped him off to L.A. Hey. Hey. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so, hey, hey. He just killed you. <laughs> I was gonna say like mama in law and mama, I mean daughter in law and mama in the in, in the kitchen. Right. But Lou make Lou, it work. Lou make it work. Lou so, make it work. But Boy, I don't know, man. I mean, I just don't know how this works. I just don't see how it does. Yeah, yeah that's, that's 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 pretty bad. G, your thoughts on Chris Paul and Harden? How it's gonna work? Do you think it's gonna? Is that are they finished? But it's it's interesting that 
uh, that the trade was made because, okay, the two ball dominant guards, of course. We've never seen that in a D'Antoni offense. Right. With the Suns, it was just Nash. And with the, well, the Lakers for that little bit of time, it was just Kobe. <laughs> so uh, we haven't. We haven't seen it to where he had two two guards who could do who could who could do it. Uh, I think what's going to hurt them more is that they traded Patrick Beverly and they traded Lou Williams. I mean, you had two guys hint with Lou and Eric Gordon who can come off the bench and get right. points. So they sacrificed <clears throat> what made them successful. So it's really up in the air what's going to happen. Yeah. All right. Another another hot news on the topic today is. Phil Jackson in mm. New York gets finally gets a divorce, and he's out of there. Does this tar- tarnish his coaching image well, or his image? Period. As a well, you can't tarnish something that was junk anyway. <laughs> I mean, the front the front office situation was never the thing. It was always yeah. Yeah. the coaching. Yeah. Okay, so he he won't be tarnished in that way. So, I mean, we look at him as far as a GM or building a franchise or being ahead of a franchise. Uh, he didn't have anything to live up to because he didn't do anything. Well, explain, in your opinion, what we talked about, what really happened. I don't think he ever wanted a job. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. From from all accounts I've heard, Dolan gave him, you know, offered him some money. He turned it down, offered him more, turned it down. Finally got to a number he couldn't resist. As we always say, you, you maybe, everybody got a price. Yeah, I, you, I wouldn't do that. No, he just hadn't heard your price. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, once he heard his price, he took the job. But he sabotaged the job in every way. I mean, you talk about your star player. You know, you alienate the fan base. You alienate the team by making them play a triangle offense that only works when you got Shaq, Kobe, or oh Michael Jordan. It's got to be. So, now, if anything is tarnished, to me, it's like, well, maybe those teams would have won if he, even if he wasn't around because the triangle hadn't worked anywhere else. So my thing on it is maybe we need to look at Phil a little different as far as being that great coach. I mean, maybe he managed some egos or whatever, but, you know, by the same thing we say about Golden State, everybody say, you can just roll the ball out with Golden State and they win, right? Yeah. So how come we can't say, well, Phil just rolled the ball out and they won? I said that. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So it's, if it's good on one hand, it's good on the other. So, I mean, it, and it goes that way. How many triangle offenses have won besides those with, with 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 dominant players? Yeah, and Carmelo definitely wasn't that. D-Will, your, your thoughts on uh, Phil finally about damn time. <laughs> and, I, and I'm going to say it like that because – if you just look at Phil Jackson's three-year tenure with the New York Knicks, and I'm not even going to talk basketball, look all the other stuff. He broke up with Jeannie Bus during this time. Okay, that, that was a big, huge mix-up in, in the back pages of New York Times and stuff. You, you had the, car, the, the LeBron issue where he said, my posse. Okay, mm. right? LeBron's always rolling with a posse. Then you alienate your best player in Carmelo Anthony, who is the best friend of LeBron James, who is the best player and most marketable player in the league that you've that's made him famous. Now, for him to turn around and, and to make a comment about Carmelo's game, when let's let's keep it 100. Phil Jackson was the 13th man at best on the roster. 
he got a championship because he rolled the wave with the Knicks in 1970, okay? So, Phil Jackson wasn't no player of any sort, okay? Let's keep it 100. He was a hell of a coach. He's the winningest coach of all, but next to Red Auerbach of all time, all right? He got, what, 11 championships? That's number one, right? Yeah, I think he passed. Red got 10. Yeah. 10. That's number one. So, we give him that credence. But just like Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, the best player ever. No debate. All right? But as a head office man, it's still up for debate. And Phil Jackson just showed us that he is not an actual basketball mind. He was a Zen master. Okay? I believe he, I believe he tricked people into thinking he was as good as he was when he really wasn't that good. Or it might be like you said, he sabotaged it. But you can just see he been he has been out of touch with today's NBA and his tenure in New York, not including the he has one claim to fame in New York. Chris Stapp Porzingis. And I heard today that He was he shopping came, him. Yeah, but not just shopping him. He that he didn't want Chris Stapp from what That I wasn't his saying. pick. Right. So he's getting credit for something that he really didn't have really much working. I, I agree. I agree. G, and, you, but you look, talk, one more thing. Right. You talk about being a front office guy. He didn't do anything in Chicago front office. Not nope. He coached him. Jerry Cross built the team. Yeah. Yep. So, G, your, your, your Phil Jackson rant. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> else to really. beat him up. Uh, well, not really. I mean, it didn't, the hire didn't make sense. The only connection to it is that, okay, he played for the Knicks. But like you said, with in Chicago, he didn't he didn't pick the players, and LA either. He he alienated the players. He got pieces that didn't fit. I mean, he was so desperate to get that triangle guy. He got Derek Fisher after Steve Kerr declined, after Luke Walton declined, and then he got Jeff Hornacek, who was a running gun in Phoenix, and now he's going to run this triangle. It was like trying to force this triangle because it's supposed to be about ball movement and togetherness because that's what he played with in the 70s with the Knicks uh-huh. the rules don't allow for that anymore the rules kind of the new rules kind of phased out the triangle and no adjustments were made and he just kept he kept uh, banging he his head against man. the wall say it G he old man he, well yeah I, well, 70, all that means seventy-one. He's, he's old and see now. About to check, man. He yeah. didn't want this job, man. I think he was he was wait he was waiting them out because he probably should have been fired after after year one. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the NBA finally has uh, an award show, and uh, with no surprise, Russell uh, was named MVP. What's a rich brook? Yeah, him. What's a rich brook? He had a good speech. Uh, I thought. But my question is, how did y'all even like the award show together with the skits? That was the best thing on the show was the the skit skit with uh, Steph Curry or whatever, doing the get out. I thought to me that was the best. (laughs) You know, Shaq and Kenny and all, they had some good funny moments. And Drake too. But as far as the show, when you're trying to make something out of something that's never been, I mean, it just, it didn't have guts. You know what I mean? It, It was just... The sound like the the sound was pumped in. The applause was artificial. It just didn't it didn't work for me. I just think you know it's better when like Dan Tony when they called him for Coach of the Year. You know just, uh, uh, who picked that? Who picked that? Who picked that? He did good pick, but that's something that he should share with his home fans. Right. I think in the arena they appreciate it because it's their guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with Russell in in front of his people when he accepted that award. 
if he'd have done that in Oklahoma City, think about how that crowd would have embraced him. You know, for any of those awards, Draymond and Golden State, how he would have been embraced. But, you know, even though all the little sorry awards, well, I'm not going to call them sorry awards, but, you know, most most improved and all that. These are awards that should be just announced and then they celebrate it in those people's. In the, you know, those people's arena. Well, hopefully, people some, got, some, I, hopefully I, I somebody listening right. to, to I, take to that me, advice. That was yeah. just me. I, I It didn't do much for me. I won't be watching next year. <laughs> and niggas was horrible to <laughs> yeah, Okay, uh, and the question was, how did I like the award show? Correct? Yeah. I ain't watch it. <laughs> so that's how much interested I was in it. I didn't care. That is, man, I'm not finna watch that. Uh, listen, the NBA is the biggest set of hypocrites next to the NFL I've ever seen in my life. And NCAA. They not even included. <laughs> <laughs> they, they just straight out They just straight out crooked. <laughs> okay? uh, the NBA crucified LeBron James for the decision. They crucified him. This was the decision on crack <laughs> for the NBA. That's all this was. Yep, okay, this was a... This, this was a, uh, uh, I didn't watch it. Keep going. You missed it. <laughs> exactly. G, did you did you watch, enjoy, like, dislike? Um, I did. I didn't watch it. Uh, I was expecting that. You know, the way that we uh, talked about how NBA players dressed, I thought there were going to be a lot more outrageous get-ups. Uh, I didn't see all of them, but I did see the tuxedo capri combo that Draymond, Draymond Green had. Right. And uh, Russell Westbrook turned he he turned it down, but I think because he brought his parents and they were like, <laughs> "Hey, boy, you're not going to embarrass us on TV." <laughs> yeah, they from LA. They from LA. They don't play that. <sighs> All right, the big three, the big three league Ice Cube. Of course, uh, it came on this past Monday, eight o'clock, and uh, injury has already taken place. Probably look more. <laughs> probably going to be more of that. But anyway, uh, are you buying or selling the big three? Well, D-Will, I, I didn't see it. <laughs> Just go be honest. I, I didn't watch it. I didn't know what channel was on. Listen, he was pumping up the uh, no, no. 303 basketball exactly. and didn't even watch. I would have watched, but I didn't know what time it was on the win. <laughs> I wanted to see it, especially the first ep- you know, first yeah, one. Yeah. I would have definitely watched it. Yeah. You know, from what I understand, some people enjoyed it. Okay. So yeah. I didn't get to see it because I didn't know what channel was so on. So you, you definitely sell it because you didn't see it. I can't sell it, but I can't buy it either. Yeah. <laughs> see somebody living. You gonna come in? Can I borrow some of that? Because I didn't get to see it. So I can't really sell it. Well, when is when is it on again? It came on Monday on FS1. So what's the next? It's next weekend, so it'll be on Monday again on FS1. I'm guessing. Cool. So yeah. I'll, I ask me next week. Okay. Do you, you? I'm gonna buy it. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna say that. But if they can keep the crowds coming, because they're moving venues. They're going city to city. city. Like next week they're in Charlotte. The next right. week they're somewhere else. Next week, so if they can keep the crowds coming in and keep the enthusiasm behind it, it's cool. Right. All right, I, I I would buy it, but somehow they got to get it live. <laughs> they, you you got to put it on live. Oh, so this was tape delay. Listen, it, they played the game Saturday. Oh, it didn't air till Monday. Monday. So okay. for you to get actual ratings and get a buzz behind it. You're going to have to show them games live. And then you can do a replay on Monday okay. if you don't get the live numbers. I understand. But to have it on replay, 
that was hard because you understand Saturday I'm on Facebook like what channel the big yeah, three on like and, and everybody's like oh it's not coming on to Monday I'm like mm-hmm. but I, I'm, I'm all the all the celebrities Instagramming uh, Facebook living right, right. from the game right so I'm like yo how so if they can somehow work this into live TV I think it'll go because the names are there mm-hmm. it it had the excitement. Like you saw big shots, you saw game winners, okay. you saw you saw Basketball. the players you loved playing hard. It was and them boys still they still dunking. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, they still got a little bit. I heard they you know it's kind of fluid because they're they're bringing the score down from sixty to fifty this next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're tinkering, trying to find that perfect match. So that's good. I, it, I like that they're not just regimented to the same, you know, just saying, well, we're not going to change or whatever. And so. they playing real half-court three-on-three basketball. You got to take it behind the three-point line. Okay. So when you get the rebound, you got to yeah, pass it out behind the three-point line and then start playing. So it, it has all the elements to be great. And like I say, the production is on point, but you got to put it on live TV. So what are the teams? Are Is it guard-oriented? Is it a bigger guard? Know, or it's what? it's it, just it's mix, mix it's and a match? Mix. Or? It's a mix and match. Go ahead, Jim. Yeah, it's, it's a mix and match uh, depending on how the team – you can tell who the most important player is by looking at their roster. There was one team to where, believe it or not, Kwame Brown was the was the most important player on yeah. that team. He was, he was blocking he shots. He was just being big. Mm-hmm. And on another team, Jermaine O'Neal was just being big. Mm-hmm. And um, there was another team where uh, they had shooters. It was like McGetty and Deshaun Stevenson. I know he, Stevenson hit the game with a shot and won the, one of the games. Yeah. So yeah. shooting was their most important thing. So depending on the team, you you can tell immediately what what their strategy Real is. Real three so, on three back. Are, are, are you buying the seven? Hurt. Yeah, I heard he got hurt. Emma got hurt. McGrady got surgery. Yeah, he's gonna be a lot of that. Uh, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> that was a sneak diss. I'm kind of partly buying it. Like I understand. I like the city to city tour, but I guess for me, I I wanted to be outside. On a. I, well, yeah, it's probably gonna be more injuries. What? <laughs> exactly, the black more top? injuries. Yeah, but I like the way it's set up. But I do agree, it should be on live. Like it was going on during the summer. Like yeah. the, you yeah. know. So basically, um, y'all killing us with a TV podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't exactly? That's what it is—a TV podcast. Because we podcast yeah. at times. At times. Yeah. That's, That's a TV podcast. TV podcast. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta know who won, and then still wait to hear. Hey, that's where the <laughs> NBA see? was before Magic and Bird. It was, yeah, it was, and and it was, and the NBA was unsuccessful until they left tape delay. Yep. Yeah. Last question on the hot news: the NBA, uh, the NFL came out with their top ones of players, and the Falcons had four players in the top one hundred. Your thoughts on the list? The snubs. Somebody who shouldn't have been there or anything of that nature. And I can just tell you, basically, there's no way that uh, the center for the Falcons, Mac, shouldn't be in the top one. Stop. Hello, let's quantify this. This this list is from last year only, correct? Right. It's supposed, supposed to, to be, be the previous based year. on yeah. the previous yeah, year, exactly. correct? Bogus. How is Matt Ryan number 10? The league MVP... Is the tenth best player from last year? Is that what you're telling me? Devontae Freeman, the fourth running back, the forty-first player on the list. I'm cool with Julio up there at three. That's that's perfect. But Matt Ryan, the league MVP. How is Aaron Rodgers ranked ahead of Matt Ryan? So is this a legacy award? It's supposed to be based on last year. Tom Brady won the Super Bowl. I get it. He beat Matt head to head. Aaron Rodgers? 
<laughs> hey, look, man, Aaron Rodgers is looked upon as the, the GOAT. best. Yeah, even better than Brady as far as exactly. talent exactly. is what they say. But I agree with you. If you're basing it on what you did for the season, it shouldn't even be close. Cam, Matt Ryan Cam, and Cam Newton was number one last year after, after going to the Super Bowl. After going to the Super Bowl. And, and being MVP. Well and MVP. And MVP. Yeah. Number 10? Yeah. Well, I mean, that shows you the lack of respect for the Falcons. But a lot of it had to do with that collapse in the Super Bowl last year. And they're going to continue to get that until they get over the hump, until they show that, you know, uh, same old Falcons. That, that, that's what you're going to get. They got to come back and validate what happens last year. They can't have a Carolina Panthers. Now, you year. cannot have that collapse. It's going to be, yeah, we told you. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they didn't believe in them. They didn't believe in the Falcons until they kicked off Super Bowl. They said, oh, the Falcons, they're good. I don't believe yeah. they did. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. they, they played this just Hancock, I think you're giving them too much credit. I don't think they ever believed them. I believe. When they on, went up 28-3. Listen, when they went up. <laughs> no, 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 no. When they went up 28-3 and then the sack fumble happened, I believe everybody looked at it like, I knew they weren't supposed to be here. Yeah, and that's that's the narrative. They weren't exactly. supposed to be here. That's, that that's play the right there is solidified. The, the Falcons were not supposed to be here. Right, and it has to do a lot with the logo. I mean, it is what it is. Some, certain teams have that. And we'll always have that until they get over the hump. Yep, I agree. Dez checking in. What up, Dez? What up, Dez? G, what you what you got on uh, your thoughts on the? All right. Um, all I have to say is, if this is based on last year, I understand he was top five last year, but how is JJ Watt number thirty five? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you how JJ Watt is number thirty five. He didn't play a game. Thank you. He shouldn't even be on the list. If this is based off last season and he didn't play, how is he number 35? I told you it's about stars, man. I do wonder if it's too much too fast for Derek Carr because he was number 100 last year. This year, number 11. And Matt Matt Ryan wasn't even on the the list last year. And that's the fourth quarterback. Yeah. Well, I hate I didn't play Matt Moore last year when I had him. Shame on you. Shame on I you. I wouldn't play. I just, I was like everybody. I didn't believe. There it is. <laughs> Every week I go in. So I can't. Yeah, hey, who was your other quarterback, though? He wasn't mad. Right. Who did I have? I, had to, I can't remember. All right, man. Well, that, that'll wrap up the hot news. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we got the SRT Fun Bag. You listen to Sports Roundtable and SRTRadio.com. We'll be back with more Sports Roundtable on the Worldwide Radio Network. I'm here with Scott Uceum, founder of OMG Tax. Tell us how your company helps our listeners out there who have a problem with the IRS. My team of lawyers, enrolled agents, and licensed tax experts remove wage garnishments sometimes in the same day. We even have reduced the total debt some of our clients were required to pay through what is known as an offer in compromise. Can you give us an example of somebody you help? Oh, can I ever. We have taken a $500,000 liability with the IRS. Guess what? The client didn't pay a dime through the representation known as non-collectible status with the government. If you owe the IRS more than $10,000 and you want to see if it's possible to pay a lot less, call OMG Tax right now for a free tax-saving consultation. Call 800-506-6912. That's 800-506-6912. There's a lot going on in the world. And your world is always changing. That's why it's important to stay connected. 
The latest news, the latest entertainment, the newest music. If it's in the air or on the air, it can be in the palm of your hand, wherever you are, with the iHeartRadio app. iHeartRadio. Over 1,500 live radio stations from across the country and over 15 million songs to create your own custom stations. Mm. Text IHR to 45495 to download the app or listen at iHeartRadio.com. Standard text and data rates apply. Sports Roundtable. I just thought it was funny how the next day Greg Popovich goes on this rant about Zaza. <laughs> and thank you, G. I, like, I like we there. didn't forget he coached Bruce Bowen. Wow. Oh, come on. Talk to me. Fake news. <laughs> Fake news. Only on 1100 AM, the worldwide radio network. SRT Fun Bag. Go, back. Go, Think. Since you're thinking, now go on. Think. Is it fun? No, sir. No. No, sir. Absolutely not. Zero fun, sir. Oh, funny. What in the world is in that bag? What you got in that bag? Are we having fun yet? <laughs> We're back. SRT Fun Bag. You listen to the SRT Sports Roundtable Show. SRT Bag is sponsored by Design Queen. If you're looking for a website designer, please go to designqueen.com. And you can go to srtradio.com to check out the website. She's the best in the business. If you mention SRT Sports Roundtable, you get a 10% discount, as always. All right. Um, SRT Fun Bag. And this week, we got Pick Your Poison. Whoop. And so, obviously, if you're picking your poison, you probably don't want either, either choice. But because this is a game and you got to pick something, you got to pick one. Hey, hey, we got to put Hancock back on the restrictions, dog. I, I, it's coming. Okay. All okay. right, here we go. The disclaimer. Yes. <laughs> you cannot alter the situation. <laughs> you only can ask one question per question. One question per question. Yes. Hey. Question number one. Would you rather... Stay one night in a homeless shelter or spend a night of a friend house that lives in the hood knowing that they have roaches. Oh, no! <laughs> Pick your poison. Hey! <laughs> I don't do roaches. I'm sorry. Hey. Uh, I don't do roaches. Period. Well, you can go first then. I'm going. I already went. Homeless shelter. What? Put me. Listen. Give me the uh the the, the blanket that he just blew his nose on. Give me the uh the slop <laughs> that they feed him. I don't care. Give me my three hots and a cot. Do you hear what you just said? A homeless shelter. You didn't say I had to sleep under the bridge and set it on fire. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? But I ain't going nowhere with roaches. Okay. Uh, I'm going with what I know. And the people got roaches, at least I know they got roaches. At that homeless shelter, I don't know what them folks bringing in there. Yeah. So germs. Yeah, I mean Roaches. I hate I hate the roaches. Hold on, can too. The, can the can the roaches crawl on you while you sleep? I, I don't know. Hell I mean no, I'm not going in there, bro. It, but the people <laughs> might be bringing roaches and disease. Homeless shelters, everybody coming in there. It's a shelter, no, but the, the homeless shelter be like at a church. You can, you It'd can, be like in the basement, it'd be clean. You did gonna say they, they feed yeah. you? I don't know, dude. I depend. So you got the the you, you got the shelter in Beverly Hills. <laughs> I'm talking about. 
What shelter we talking about? We talking about Beverly Hills shelter? We talking that, about? Hey, listen, did he that he gonna trying to qualify the question? <laughs> well, you, you know what I'm saying? You said we're clean and all that. I mean, I don't know about that. Hey. G, what you what you going with? Hey, I think that once you feel one roach crawl, <laughs> you feel like they all crawled. Like they, it's one always crawled on you. You would have left your friend's house. You'd be in your own house <laughs> taking a shower. You think a roach is crawling on you? You know it got in your bag. You know it's in your bag. You're going to be dumping your bags out and that roach going to crawl out, dude. Yeah. And, 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 and folks got bags at the homeless shelter, too. Yeah. Hey, we talking roaches or roaches water bugs. Roaches travel. We talking the water bugs that fly. Listen, <laughs> roaches travel. They probably with them folks, man. Listen, man. I grew up on Bankhead. So, I'm going where it's, where it's familiar. I can deal. I, 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 I just take some raid. Get in the sleeping bag and, and do what I can do. I'm not going to no home. You, you, you can't handle raid. Just keep your light on. Roaches go away from the light, right? Yeah. Yeah, they, they go Get away the light from on. That what yeah. you think? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that what you think? All right, question number two. Y'all off the chain. All right. That was off the What y'all said. All right, here we go. Question number two. Would you rather sleep outside and you going camping where you know bears are out there? Or would you rather jump out a window in a house fire that is 10 feet tall? Say it again now. You ain't got to say it no more. Say you better be glad we is on live on uh, <laughs> on ra- on the radio. Because if, this, if, if we was really podcasting, I'd be snapping right now. Like, I got some words I want to say that I just can't say. Either jump out the window that's 10 feet high out of a burning house or sleep in the woods when you know bears are there. Oh, I'm jumping the fire. Yeah, the bears, I'm the fire. I'm jumping out the window. Jumping out the window? Yeah. <laughs> I'm jumping out the window. You jumping out a window? Yeah, a bear? Yes. You going to take your chance with bro, a bear? Bro, listen, listen. People camp every day with bears, and, and, they, and, and you know how to keep them away. It's things, it's, it's measurements. Listen, my wife's sitting in the corner. What up, Hero? In the building. Word up. We have been to the cabins before, right? I, I went to, and I ain't like it either. <laughs> I, I didn't like it. Hey, listen, it this, was a bear outside this, our cabin. Yeah. I understand. Listen, bro, you jumping out ten feet of a burning house? Nope. Ain't no mattress down there. I, it's a fire. You, you dead. No, bro, you ten dying. Feet? You said 10 feet, right? That's off a basketball goal. You finna break I, I, all your legs. D, you drop and roll, baby. Drop and <laughs> <laughs> Drop and roll. Look, Stop that, drop and roll. Yeah, that bear gonna eat you up. No, nah, that bear ain't gonna come near me because I'm gonna make my camp Did up. you see Revenant? No. <laughs> you see what happened to Cabrio? Uh-uh. Man, G, what you what you doing? All right, here's here's my one question. Okay. Oh, here we go. No, no, we jump out the window. What are we landing on? The ground. I mean, like, is it a sidewalk or is it grass? Concrete. Grass. Oh. Oh, I'm jumping out the window. I might jump out the window too. I know if y'all heard of a there's a movie tree out there too. There's a movie called uh, Side of the River. There's a one called Grizzly Man. Where this guy studied bears and he got all close up to them and you know see, he, see, they still attacked him. So I, I don't deal with yeah. no bears. That's man. different, bro. We talking about going camping. See, I, I didn't like that camping, man. I ain't never been camping in my life. Well, and hey, look, I can do with a sprained well, ankle in, yeah. rather than being yeah, mauled yeah, by bro. You ain't sprained no ankle jumping off the top of a basketball goal. You finna break something. Yeah, you gonna break something, but the <laughs> back break the back gonna break more than that. What you doing? Oh, I I'm jumping. Know. Yeah. I'm jumping. I'm going camping. Baby, you going camping with me? 
<laughs> I'm jumping. I got a gun. <laughs> Question number three. Y'all, y'all, this this one gonna be fun. Question three. Would you babysit a two year old for one month straight without getting paid? <laughs> or would you take a three dollar pay cut for two months? Oh, I'm babysitting. Hell yeah, I'm babysitting. <laughs> I'm babysitting. Give me that little toddler. Yeah, I'm babysitting. Yeah. For a whole month straight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get the Benadryl out. <laughs> <laughs> you don't drug the baby. Sleep. <laughs> you gonna drug the baby for 30 days straight. You gonna oh, make my. the baby down. Maybe about 15 though. That kind of. Boy, y'all I'm saying. D, D, what you say? <laughs> You babysit? Babysit? She said, huh? I ain't, <laughs> I ain't take, I ain't taking no less money. I already don't make nothing. I be broke. <laughs> I'm out. No, listen, no. Listen. It's only for two months. Two three, months? Three dollars. This just three dollars. An hour. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Mm-mm. Oh, listen. All right. My one question. Twenty-four dollars a day. We got, we got more questions to go. Yeah, we got. Two more. Okay. Do I want to use my one on this? <laughs> one question per question. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to use it this one. Do I got to pay for that child that no, I'm babysitting? No, you just babysit. Oh, no. I'll take the child. Okay. Yeah, I don't got to spend no money. Mm-mm. Yeah, I ain't losing no money, bro. All right, G. All right. So, my one question, is, it's probably the same I, kind of thing, but am I responsible for any damages that the two-year-old may cause if yeah, I run out of Benadryl? It's, it's your, your house, though. My, you, didn't say that. you didn't say that at first. We ain't nobody gonna let you sit in their house and babysit their child for a month. Yeah, I'll probably babysit like anyway. Babysit. I, I can I can baby proof my house. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I got baby gates with pockets. So I'm All good. Right. Question number four. This may have a benefit to it. You get a free month of either rent or mortgage. Would you have to choose one of these two? You have to eat a bowl of rat tail or pig feet. Give me, give me the pig feet, man. <laughs> give me the pig feet. I can, and I don't eat meat pork, but I ain't going to eat no rat if I got <laughs> Not that I know of anyway, so I'm trying to eat some restaurant, though. I don't know. But... Because uh, you are. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> It would have to be the pig feet, man. Ugh. Yeah, pig feet. All right, let me ask you a question. We talking real rat tail? Like a tail of a rat? Yeah. Oh, hell no. Um, pig, pig feet. feet. Yeah. I, and because I'm going to tell you why I eat pig feet. Because the candy lady used to sell them in the jar. Yeah, yeah. they do. It's a jar. Pickle yeah. pig feet. Yeah, pickle yeah. pig feet. You man, just blind pig. yourself and eat them, I guess. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to post my hot sauce on there. Yeah. Um, I... Who eats rat tail? Thank you. Like, where's that Like, come pig from? feet I have heard of as a food. Rat tail, I have not. So, pig feet? Yeah, I would go, yeah. I've heard of that. Well, <laughs> I have to go with what I know. Pig feet, obviously. Uh, did, you had mentioned this earlier, so the last question of the night is which, which would you endure? Which of these choices would you rather endure? A week in jail, sprained ankle. Oh, sprained ankle. 
sprained ankle, man. man you can break you can my break ankle. My Listen, yeah, <laughs> you can break my you. ankle, yeah. bro. I ain't going to jail. Yeah. I don't not for a day. Yeah, give me the broken. Oh, you said sprain. It's sprain. Yeah, it's sprain. Yeah, I come back. Let me Zaza patrol you. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> doubt. All day, all day. Look, I got uh, some Tylenol at the house. I can deal with sprained ankles. <laughs> Tylenol, boy, I'm going. I'm going Perky. Yeah, Percocet, Molly Percocet. Hey, I'm a dope. Listen, talk to me. No doubt, allegedly. Obviously, I've had many sprained ankles. Mm-hmm. I'm used to them. Uh, you probably be on crutches for a couple of days. Can't get around like you want to. Got to get in the car and put the crutches in the back seat mm-hmm. and all that. The but sprained uh, ankle, you just tighten your shoe up. You know we used to play basketball. <laughs> no, just don't don't take your shoe off. Don't take T- your shoe tight off. Tighten it up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, seriously, we yeah. flip our ankle all the way over. What we say? Just tighten tight it up. Don't tight. take your shoe off. And walk on. And walk it off. Walk it off. And keep playing. Keep walking. Keep walking. Keep the adrenaline high. That's it. All right, man. That'll do it for the SRT Fun Bag Pick Your Poison. Hope you really enjoyed it. Facebook Live. I see you. Lisa says she go cuddle with some bears. Thank you, Lisa. Let's rock and roll. Okay. She's from Canada, though, so I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lisa, okay. Lisa, see up six fires all better day. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. We got a new segment. And uh, my main man, D. Will, will be uh, dropping some, I wouldn't say bars, but. I might drop a bar. Might drop a bar. I might drop a bar. <laughs> All right, man. The new segment, D-Will the Coach. You, Big Dummy. Everyone makes mistakes. I just made a mistake. But they are those that make the dumbest errors. You're so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. So here's Coach D. Will with three words you hope are never pointed at you. You big dummy. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> it's your boy D. Will the Coach. With the new segment this week called You Big Dummy. Hey, G, that was dope. I got to give you props for that. But uh, this week's inaugural You Big Dummy goes to 18-year-old Mainland High School student named Miss Keandra Cook of Daytona Beach, Florida. I know. I know. It's the inaugural. 18 a little young to be getting somebody the You Big Dummy Award. I understand. Stay tuned. Actually, I'm just going to keep it real. Y'all know, y'all remember that, that line, line people used to say? Well, they probably didn't used to say it, but I'm going to say it right now. You just as dumb as you look. <laughs> you ever heard the one that... You ain't as old as... You, you ain't. You need to act your age and not your shoe size? Yeah, I heard that one. You heard that one too? Okay. Let's talk about Miss Kendra Cook. 18-year-old Kendra Cook from Daytona Beach, Florida, right? She has just been to court and been proven that she has been meeting people online on a dating app called Meet Me. Now, I must be old because I ain't never heard of Meet Me ever in my life, okay? I, have any of y'all ever no, heard, of know heard of it? Okay, she, she was meeting people on the Meet Me app, correct? 
and she was luring men to a certain area in Daytona where her and her boyfriend would carjack and rob them. Okay? When they carjack and rob them, this one night on March 22nd this year, Miss Kendra Cook and her boyfriend, they lured Mr. Perry Nadia to an area in South Dakota. I mean, excuse me, in South Daytona and expected this. He was supposed to sell her some weed and they was going to have sex. Hmm. All right. This was the arrangement. He was supposed to meet her to give some weed and they was going to have sex. All right. Now, Nadia brought his 17-year-old friend, Emmanuel Purcell of Palm Coast, with him. Why he brought somebody with him to sell weed and have sex with a chick, I have no idea. But that was in the story. Okay. Mr. Purcell and Mr. Nadia get there. And when Mr. Nadia get there, he gets suspicious about Miss Cook when they pick her up. She gets in the car and she says, I need to get some money. How much do I owe you? She gets out the car and supposedly goes to the ATM to get the money. Mr. Purcell and Mr. Nadia are sitting in the car waiting for her to get back. All right, Miss Purcell comes back. And when she comes back, it's a masked man with a gun that jumps in the back seat. Now, the gun that this masked man has has a red light on it. He got the beam on it. So he didn't put the beam on Mr. Nadia and told him to get out of the car. Now, at the moment that he tells Mr. Nadia to get out of the car, Mr. Purcell, the 17-year-old accomplice in the car with Mr. Nadia, pushes the guy out of the car. When he gets pushed out of the car, he lets off two shots, hitting the 17-year-old in the stomach. That's the story. Now, why does Miss Kiara Cook get the You Big Dummy Award? Miss Kiara Cook goes, gets arrested and refuses to tell who the shooter is, but tells the police, I am not the shooter. So since she won't tell who the shooter is, they charge Miss Nadia with first degree felony carjacking. First degree felony carjacking with a deadly weapon. Conspiracy. And they also charge Miss Nadia Cook with, with carjacking with a deadly weapon and a fat felony battery charge. All right. The felony battery charge carries 15 years. The carjacking carries 15, carries 20 years. The carjacking with a felony with a deadly weapon carries 15 years. Conspiracy carries life wow. in prison. We're talking an 18-year-old honor student from Midland High School in Daytona, Florida. So, yesterday, she had her sentencing hearing. Miss Kiara Cook pleads guilty to <laughs> 18 years old. Miss Kiara Cook pleads guilty to carjacking, felony carjacking with a weapon, and she also pleads guilty to battery felony. 15, 15, and 20 years. The judge sentenced her to 20 years in jail. 18 years old. Now, here's the kicker Miss Kiara Cook has still refused to tell who shot the gun. Don't you know in the hood when they say stop snitching? It's a point to a point <laughs> that you get somewhere and you got to snitch. Hey, what was it? We're keeping it real. We're keeping hey, it real goes wrong. wrong. <laughs> now, today in the courtroom, Miss Naughty got 20 years from, from, from the judge. Mr. Matthew Foxman gave her 20 years. And he didn't give her 20 years in fed prison. No, no, no. She is not going to the suburbs. She is going to state pound me in the booty prison. Wow. So, just to let you know, Miss Kiara Fox, Miss, I'm sorry, I said your name wrong, Miss Keandra Cook, you 
big dummy. <laughs> I agree. Um, that's horrible. Did she have any scholarship? Uh, she had no. She was an honor roll student. Yeah. I think she was still in high school. I don't even think she's graduated. I think she was because this happened in March, and I think she was in her eleventh grade year, going mm-hmm. to her senior year. Wow. wow. And here's the thing. She still won't tell who her boyfriend is. But she gonna have a girlfriend soon. <laughs> <laughs> I can promise you that. Boy, she is a dummy. Boy, that is crazy. All right, uh, that is it for our You Big Dummy segment. I think we got somebody on the phone. Um, then we got Will on the phone. Will, what's going on, baby? Hey, what's going on, guys? Ain't nothing shaking. What's, what's up, got, Will? What you got for us? Will. What up, Hancock? Uh, I just say um, this is my first time listening to the show. You know, thanks to Hancock. And I got to say, very impressed, man. Okay. Very man, impressed. Man. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Woo, woo. Will from up, to, up up New York way. There you okay, go. Okay, okay, New York, New York. Yeah, so we, we, we you got a lot of that Phil Jackson up, up that, that, you, that we talked about. Yeah, yeah. And what's your, uh, what's your what's your thoughts on Phil? What's my thoughts on Phil? My thoughts is actually on the French kid we drafted. He, he's lost <laughs> in the sauce right now. Whoa! <laughs> I heard he even got hurt in the first workout. Wow! I don't know to wow. what extent, but they said Phil Phil the uh, what's that the the. Some of Phil moves on or whatever. The bad luck of Phil. Yeah. So he got hurt some kind of way in the first workout I just heard about, man. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah. Will, one of my coworkers, so he said he was going to call and listen, listen to the show. There you so go. Will, we appreciate it, man. We, uh, we, hey, we appreciate it, man. Keep keep listening. Keep uh, oh. keep, keep us in your oh. ear, man. We we got we give us two hours of, of your life, man, on Wednesday, each and every Wednesday. From seven to nine. Well, yeah, why baby. not? I'm going to yeah. spread out pretty thin anyway. Don't worry about that. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Go ahead. You definitely, got I will spread the word for you guys. I got plenty of friends, and I get, I, definitely, you guys are just really good, man. I, I can't even talk. I'm so impressed. But <laughs> hey! I, will say one, I will say one more thing Okay. about that uh, roach and uh, home <laughs> shelter situation. <laughs> I, I, I went through something like that, staying in somebody's house that had roaches. And if I did have the choice, I would go to a homeless shelter. <laughs> Thank you, Will. <laughs> Thank you, Will. Because ain't nothing like nothing like sleeping on the couch and you in the middle of a dream and then plaps something fall on your face and <laughs> you look up and you see the homies and everybody looking down on you scheming. It, it's not a good thing. It's not a good feeling. I feel you, Will. Word. Hey, man. Will. We appreciate it, man. Keep keep uh, keep tuning in, man. We got a lot more tonight, man. So keep keep tuning hey. in. Keep doing what you do, man. I got you. Salute, right. Will. Salute. How about your mom, money? Hey, man. All that, right, man. There's Will, man. He from up top, man. And uh, he, he called in and said, man, we just, he, we, he just impressed. Very, very impressed. On some other news, we do have to uh, mention that Phillips Arena is being renovated. Yes. And they have some, some new things. Coming in, um, barbershop. What? No, 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 no. Killer Mike. Killer Mike. Barbershop. Barbershop. Overlooking the, the the arena. 
Why the game going on? Why the game, game going, going on? on? You can go get a haircut. Oh, we go out to do a show from the bumps. Talk to me. Oh, we need to do a show from Talk the bumps. Talk to me. Real. They, they gonna have a simulated yeah. Top Golf. Top what? Golf. Yes. Well, they need to have something because the product on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> they need to have a Ferris wheel and a roller coaster. <laughs> Kill them. Kill them. I'm just being real. And whole lot out of Zach's Brown Social Club, a club. They trying to bring what the, the, the forum yes. back in LA days. They okay. Zach Brown Social Club, and they're going to actually have a bar on the floor. Yeah. So I don't know how many people going to be there to go to the bar. Yeah. Well, we know Bud like to drink anyway. But <laughs> 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 first week he was here, he got DUI. <laughs> Bud already got hey, it. Bud too. already. But you ain't never coming on the show. You got to do it. <laughs> hey, G, what you think about the, the, the renovation, man, the fillers? Uh, I mean, I feel they're trying to catch up to uh, SunTrust Park because they, they got bars and restaurants and uh, they have apartments there to where you can go out on your balcony and watch the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, well, that will certainly factor into how much you're paying for that apartment. Absolutely. But just trying to bring some, trying to try something <laughs> different, you know, yeah. try to bring more people. Uh, there you can go for a reason other than the game. Um, I they feel like that's been it. an issue for yeah. a long time to where people would come to see the other team mm-hmm. uh, rather than just the Hawks. So it'll bring it'll give people a reason to come to the game. And I'm gonna tell you like this: um, the Hawks have an issue with diversity. Let's just keep it real. The Hawks is 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 a very urban team because Atlanta's urban. Keep it real, but. They they they've been doing things the last couple of years to bring in other demographics and other races into the games, and to put a simulated top golf in the arena during the game. Yeah. Who is that catering to? Let's keep it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like okay. like like they we we they already give us two chains, Ti, Jeezy, and all them. Damn near every game is a halftime and after show. So the top yeah. golf. I believe that's, you know, yeah. it's I a like good thing. It. I, I like, like it. It's a good thing. And the barbershop, you know, is catered. That's cute. Yeah, yeah, that's cute. You know, real. That's us. Yeah. But Killer Mike, man, let's just give a props and shout out to Killer Mike, man. If yeah. Killer Mike ain't doing, if he's not doing real work right now, yeah. like, he is doing yeah, real him out. work right now. Like, he he's turned into a real activist. solidified social activist for the black community, for Atlanta, and now he's doing the barbershop, and I'm gonna tell y'all like this: Don't sleep, Killer Mike still got bars. Yeah. If if you want, go listen to Big Boy's new album, oh, Boomerverse. Boomerverse. Him and Killer Mike got a track. Yeah. Yes. Oh man, Killer Mike killing. Yeah. Like he ain't going yes. nowhere. Yeah. Run the jewels. Go look up Run the Jewels. He's in the Run the Jewels. They got a couple of albums out. Go check out Killer Mike. He's still spitting bars, boy. So so you gonna have a conversation like, um, they got three albums. The, Run the jewels. Re- yeah. You gonna have a conversation like. Hey man, I'm gonna go to the. I'm gonna go get my haircut at the, at, at the Hawks game. Talk to me. I'm gonna go watch the game and get a cut. <laughs> now listen, I'm gonna tell y'all. We know Atlanta high haircuts be expensive. Yeah. Cause I remember when I first got here, and I, I'm like, hey, uh, hey, get your man. He's want to get my haircut, brother. He's like, yeah, you come to my man. I, he got you. I'm like, okay. How much you charge? Thirty five. What? <laughs> <laughs> For a haircut? Yeah. So if you're going to get your haircut in, in Killer Mike's Barbershop in in in, in Phyllis Arena right. during the the LeBron mm-hmm. game, you better be believe you been hundred dollar lineup, <laughs> hundred dollar lineup, been, just for the tape. I've been cutting my hair since twelfth grade, and I will continue. There it yeah. is.
Oh, and, and let's do some house cleaning. The uh, You Big Dummy segment is sponsored by Real Talk Tees. Hey. Real Talk Tees, you can go ahead and uh, finish that up for me, D-Will. Real Talk Tees, where we have a shirt for every move. Check us out at, at Real Talk Tees, at underscore Real Talk Tees on Instagram, and realtalktees.bitcartel.com for all your shopping needs. Hit me up for all of your printing pleasures. There you go. All right, that'll end for the first half of the show. We had some hot news. They had the SRT Fun Bag and You Big Dummy. When we come back, baby, we got something else new. G got his extra credit, and we going straight NBA with some NBA rumors. You're listening to Sports Roundtable, SRTRadio.com. Are you thinking about changing the station? You're only hurting yourself. Keep listening to Sports Roundtable on 1100 AM. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-719-5601 That's 800-719-5601 Coming up on June 30th is a day party you don't want to miss. It's the 8th anniversary celebration of the Smokers Retreat at Onyx, 1888 Chester Bridge Road in Atlanta. Hosted by Cigar Mike with DJ Crunch on the ones and twos and also Big Boy Cigars will be in the building. Come out to Onyx from 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. on June 30th. There'll be plenty of giveaways, including a wine cooler cigar humidor and a complimentary buffet until 6 p.m. That's Onyx on June 30th, 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. for the 8th anniversary celebration of the Smokers Retreat. Sports Roundtable. You can go back to the to Jesse Owens. Jesse Owens had to deal with a lot. But guess what? He had an internet. Only people that talked about him was the people that had a voice. You see what I'm saying? And now? An, and a noose. Only, only on, on 1100 AM. The, the Worldwide, Worldwide Radio, Radio Network. Network. Yo, what up? What we up? must be back with a new season, man. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Eleven hundred AM. That right. That and right. we got Tiff, hand in the building. Ho and what Coach, you now about to witness the strength of sports talk radio. Let go. Let go. I can read your mind. You know it's that time. Hold up. 
What up, what up, what up? It's Sports Roundtable Live in the SRT Studios overlooking Atlantic Station, hour number two. We are here, Sports Roundtable, doing it again with the SRT crew. Your main man, H.O. Hancock, D. Wheeler, Coach, and, of course, G. Money behind the glass dropping the beats. We had a great first hour of the show. We did our thing. We gave you some hot news. We talked about Chris Paul and Phil Jackson and talked about Phillips Arena new stuff that they're going to have and the renovation and things of that nature. All of that. That is probably going to be some interesting things in Phillips Arena because with the way that the team is constructed, they probably just going to be going there just to to play top golf and things of that nature. But with all that being said, we got a, another new segment that's going to give you some more news and information. And we call this G's Extra Credit. We know here on the Sports Roundtable that we leave you wanting more each and every week. Well, I, G-Money, am here to help to give you the info on the news you might have missed. This is G's Extra Credit. All right, welcome to G's Extra Credit. Uh, I'm G-Money, of course, the man behind the glass. And uh, now you get to hear me talk for probably the longest you'll ever hear me talk on the show. (laughs) (laughs) My man. All right. So these are some uh, some tidbits of some interesting things that I found that that relate to the sports world. Um, First, we always hear that we need to that politics need to stay out of sports in reference to Colin Kaepernick. But they always come into effect. Uh, You always hear about politics going into sports. And recently. Uh, the White House nominated someone to be the ambassador ambassador to the United Kingdom, and that is Woody Johnson. If you're not sure who Woody Johnson is, he is the owner of the New York Jets. Mm. So uh, it continues to be a uh, trend of a certain kind of person that, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm just going to uh, leave that alone. So uh, some people wonder, what does this mean that Woody Johnson is the ambassador for the United Kingdom and he's still the owner of the Jets? Does that mean he has to sell the team? No, he doesn't, but he does have to leave all the committees that he is on with the NFL, but he will still be the owner, but he will not be doing anything as far as working with the team because he has to move to the United Kingdom. Wow, really? Yes. So, uh, Are you serious? Jets fans may find that uh, uh, good news. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And uh, Christopher Johnson, his brother his younger brother will be taking over the ownership duties mm. uh secondly um you uh, i know when uh Horace came up to me with uh with the idea for this segment uh it was possibly a where are they now type of thing so i tried to find someone who you can find out what are they up to now and uh the person i found was ben baker uh so i looked up what vin baker is up to he's a camp counselor uh for those who are not familiar with vin baker former <laughs> nba all-star made over 100 million dollars uh he kind of drank himself out of the league <laughs> working at starbucks <laughs> uh, but 
uh, he is back to uh, he's working with kids as far as a, a, a camp in Manhattan's Upper West Side and uh, he is he's getting his life back together <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the best way that we could uh, describe that he wow. made a hundred million dollars and he said he's getting his life back together uh, wow. He was lucky to get that job at Starbucks using his connections from the people he knew in Seattle when he played for the Sonics. Six nine walking right in Starbucks. So uh, yeah, wow. um, so that's where he is now. Um, also, uh, I found I was looking for you know we always hear about fans doing very strange things uh, as far as getting tattoos. You'll always see some fan getting like. You know, their team is going to win the Super Bowl next year or something like that. So uh, there's this guy named uh, the artist's name is Kalen Gillisley. And there was a guy who was so annoyed with LeBron James. And he is such a big Michael Jordan fan that everyone who's seen the meme of the crying LeBron. Yes. He got a tattoo of crying LeBron's face on his calf. On his calf. Really? Yeah, oh, I saw that. God. Uh, so that is how that is how hard he is hating on LeBron that he gets a tattoo of his face. Uh, has anyone hated that hard to where they no like that to themselves? I can't even get that much energy to somebody. That's I crazy. No, I don't got one tattoo. That's it's crazy. on my wrist. And this is a he's not a black guy, though, right? No. Oh, duh. No. <laughs> duh. Hey. And uh, some folks with ice cream stuff on their face, that's brothers. But that's ice cream. That ain't another man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't putting another man on my body. I mean, see, like, uh, I think Odell Beckham has a tattoo of Michael Jackson on his We're cap. talking Odell Beckham. He already yeah, suspect. Yeah, he's already over already, okay. Suspect. Uh, <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, and lastly, uh, we may have mentioned this before, I'm not sure, but... Uh, there is a film being made. It's a new HBO movie uh, about the Jerry Sandusky trial at uh, oh. Penn State. Wow. Oh, I didn't hear about that. In which Al Pacino will mm-hmm. be playing Joe Paterno. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I heard about that one too. Uh, this is uh, his third or maybe his fourth such uh, work with HBO, in which is kind of a, a biopic to where he's played a, you know, a real person. He's previously played uh, uh, Phil Spector, mm-hmm. uh, Jack Kevorkian, and uh, Roy Cohn, so he's he's played controversial figures uh, in these films. So he'll be playing Joe Paterno. Uh, anyone interested in seeing that kind and and how that movie shakes out? I will I'm definitely. Watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna watch I'm that. Definitely watch it because I want to really. I, 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 it's some it's some stuff that may come out in in that 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 we wasn't privy to want, in the media. And here's the other thing. I wonder how 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 deep and how graphic they're gonna get. In the movie. <laughs> Because it's on HBO. If, exactly. If you read that transcript, that transcript was very, very, very. What was the assistant coach's name? Uh, McQuarrie. Mike McQuarrie. Mike McQuarrie gave some very, very intricate and 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 dark thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Ugh, I, I'm glad HBO picked it up and not like ESPN, so they oh, can yeah, yeah, they yeah. can go there with it. And then Al Pacino. So I'll, yeah, I'm watching that. Yeah, it's gonna be dope. All right, so uh, yeah, that's it for, for G's right, extra man. credit. All right, G, appreciate it, man. That was uh, that was a good job, man. You you did Vin Baker. Probably got some Twitter, <laughs> Twitter followers. <laughs> probably got his IG page going. Hey, man, uh, 
But shout out to Vin Baker, man. Shout out to anybody who's really trying to, who's made a mistake. Yeah, get your life together, man. Everybody deserves a second chance. Yeah. Even if you're 6'9", working at Starbucks. <laughs> He's a camp counselor now. <laughs> he used to work at Starbucks. <laughs> This one time at Ben Camp. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I tell you. All right, man. So, no love. No love. Sorry, no man. Love. No Ben. No Ben. No love. All right, man. So now it's time to. What, let me see what Dad says. I know that's right. Now it's time to get into some real, real NBA talk. And we're about to jump into the Sports Roundtable discussion. The Roundtable Discussion. What are we talking about? Hit it! Roundtable Discussion sponsored by Jay's Used Cars. If you're looking for a new pre-owned or used car, please go over to our friends at Jay's Used Cars. 3820 Lawrenceville Highway, Tucker, Georgia. Go to jaysusedcars.com for the inventory. And if you mention SRT Sports Roundtable, you get a 10% discount on your down payment. And since Jay been on the show, man, I've had people call me, reach out, and think three people about to get called. There you go. I'm making four because I'm finna hit them up. Yeah, so it's it's big. So y'all looking for that car deal, man, and gave y'all some education on it. So y'all... Holler, holler at Jay. You can call me and I can get in touch with him. Trust me when I tell you I can. All right. NBA rumors. NBA. Well, first, let's just let's let's do this. Let's talk about the draft. Let's let's the draft was last Thursday. Mm-hmm. And we had Deshaun Tate in here uh doing his takes take about the draft, his mock draft. He's still on social media. Oh, he upset. Yeah, he's, he's mad upset. about that Josh Jackson thing, but you know. Uh, who can blame him? But uh, I will say this. Uh, I didn't watch all of the draft, but uh, the question would be uh, your thoughts on the draft. And my thoughts and, and my perspective was, first, they need to make free agency before the draft because it is too many trades going on. I, I You have to Google everything that went on as far as trades. It's too, too many trades. Secondly, I think the Hawks missed on Terrence Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Me and Han, we talked about it uh, this morning. How do you trade a post player that doesn't fit your offense to draft a post player that hadn't shot anywhere outside of 15 to 17 feet? That doesn't fit your offense. That doesn't fit your offense. Doesn't fit what the NBA does Mm-mm, at all. So I'm just I'm I'm confused. John Collins is who we're talking about. Yeah, I'm just confused on you miss just because he averaged what four points a game in Australia doesn't mean he can't play. Six seven, two hundred and ten pound wing player that shot forty two percent from three, and he played with grown men the whole season. You need a wing player. Okay, you you qualified Tim Hardaway, and you know he's a. Uh, Are you going to pay him though? Well, yeah, pay him. exactly. So now you could either, if you drafted Terrence Ferguson, now you don't have to match. 
Tim Hardaway. I'm not matching. I'm not, I'm not going to pay over what I qualified him for anyway. Exactly. If somebody wants Tim Hardaway for over what I said I'm setting aside for him, mm-hmm. you know, see. Yeah, exactly. You know, get but, you Uber. But I think they ah! <laughs> get <him> Uber. <laughs> that, that's crazy. I just think that they missed on Terrence Ferguson. Um, but don't they go back to what we talked about? And you know, you, you know where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Well, I always tell you when we get these new people in here to run organizations. Whenever they get people from Belichick, I tell you what, are they bringing bring, Belichick. Bring Belichick with them? When they had, they got somebody from Golden State who has shown that they picked good ball they players, but there? they wasn't bringing the guys. They wasn't bringing them. Mm-hmm. So you can tell me about the secondary people and all that. That doesn't mean anything. We've seen that from Thomas Dimitrov all the way down. Right. It doesn't matter about where they've been if they're not doing the job. The person that's doing the job is there for a reason. If you can't get him, then I'm not excited because the other, he could be a get the coffee guy. Yeah. Slink or whatever his name. He yeah. could, you know what I'm saying? He could be go pick the guy from the airport guy. Right. You know, he it doesn't mean this is it's it's all in who you know anyway. So I don't know what Slink was, but from his first what he's done initially, I'm not impressed. Just to be honest with you. Not impressed so far. And I agree. Um, to get rid of a post player who doesn't fit your <laughs> offense, to get a post player who doesn't fit your offense, and John Collins showed improvement. Let's, let's not get it wrong. He, got, he, had, he had good numbers. You know, what, what was his numbers? 18 and, 18 and 8? 18 and 8. 18 and 8 this past season. So, from hey, Wake Forest. Yep. So, he played in the ACC. He played under Danny Manning. He, he didn't play chump basketball. But to bring a guy in who not only doesn't fit your offense, but as Han alluded to, he doesn't fit today's NBA. So what is what direction are the Hawks going in? Exactly. Are 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 you quote unquote about to tank, or are you still trying to build towards Bud's system? So is Bud still looking for Tim Duncan? D, if you look at that roster, they have no choice but to tank. And, and, and There's only one or two starters on the whole roster. And here's my thing. When you tank, you're tanking the season. You're tanking games. You're not tanking draft picks. So why would you not take the best available player that you can look towards the future and say, in three to five years, Terrence Ferguson is going to be a player if we bring him in and, and develop him into that. In three to five years, John Collins' position may be all the way exiled out of the NBA. Exactly. He may not have a position. May not have a spot. So, if you're tanking, don't waste draft picks. Don't waste opportunities <coughs> for the future. Don't waste assets. Because John Collins is not going to be a trade asset coming up. Who's going to want that? So, I, I, I the Hawks draft, I'm, I'm extremely disappointed. I don't believe. I'm not going to say I don't believe in Schlink. Because, like I say, he's only been on the job three weeks, month. But, like you say, starting off, I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed I'm not, at all. And yeah. the draft at a whole went just about as we thought. It wasn't any real shocking all moments. Of only somebody. the Jimmy Butler thing. And that was a trade. I mean, just the draft, the draft in draft itself. Picks, right. Like, but. Not, like, nothing, not, nobody went out of their way to jump up and get somebody they didn't have to. Everybody fell to what they really needed to fall. So it wasn't any, any surprises. But, you know, I think I think that Jason Tatum is 
gonna be good. And I believe he got a situation where he can be good. Cause like I say, they had they didn't stop some draft picks down there. All right. Boston? Boston's good. So who's to say Jason Tatum will be in Boston? You see what I'm saying? Because they got a lot of assets. They got a, they got more. Yeah, they still might make a Exactly. Move. I think they can still make a move to, to, to make some some big waves in India. Speaking of Boston, I'm hearing they're going after Hayward and Paul George, speaking of Jason Tatum, mm-hmm. which could propel a trade Signing for Tatum. Trade. Along with Crowder, Jalen Brown, you don't, you, you really don't have to do that for Gordon Hayward because he's a free agent. But Paul George, you would have to to get out. So would you risk the one year with Paul George and Gordon Hayward signing him because he's looking for a five year deal? I got to get a commitment from Paul George that he's gonna be there before I give up Jason. But you, he, he's already said he wants to be in LA. And so if he can't, if he can't give me that, you know, concrete statement that I'm here or show me that this this is what I'm doing. I'm not going to give up picks for somebody I'm going to say one year. It just doesn't make sense to me. I wouldn't do it. The, uh, how would, let's take Paul George out. How does Haywood help Boston in a sense? Now they got Jason Tatum. So my thing is if you got Jason Tatum why would you need Haywood if they play the same position? They both 6'8". And that was and that was gonna be, <laughs> you know, I run mean? with it. I, I totally agree. They play. They the same player. Like Gordon Does he Hayward, have as much range as, as Hayward. No, 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 no. He, he's he's nineteen years old. So Gordon Hayward, Jason Tatum is a poor man's Gordon Hayward. You see what I'm saying? Now he can develop into Gordon Hayward, maybe even better. But Gordon Hayward still got a long way to go. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think he has a lot of improvement, and I think he's going to be a much better player over the next couple years. But to have them both on the same team, it's not really a, hey, you come mentor this guy? Because, like you say, he's still young. Well, could you could you see could you see Haywood going and playing a big two-guard? I do. See, I, I consider Haywood more of a two than a three-four Anyway, so then I Tatum think he goes to but you go, but you go lose some some defensive ability on both with Avery, Avery Bradley because he's your defensive stopper because True. it yeah obviously True. you know he's happy about that one vote that he got for all defensive team mm-hmm. but so you know we got to score in this league yeah but you got to stop somebody at least try to you got at least so a fight I'm not sure if do you sacrifice. Do you defense. think Jason Tatum can be a, a an admirable defender going forward in the NBA? And that's what the Boston Celtics have to ask themselves. Do they think Gordon? I mean, uh, Jason Tatum can turn into a lockdown defender? I don't think he's a a better defender than Crowder, but I think he's a much more skilled a basketball player. And with the, the the defense and the long length that he has, I think he can develop. He's not that far off from the defensive standpoint as Crowder, but he gives you so much, so many more things. Can you play Jason Tatum as a everyday four no. in the NBA? No, no see, I don't think. And you, see, that's my no, thing. No, so, so, no. so we're talking, we're talking Avery Bradley, uh, Gordon Haywood, Jason Crowder, and Jason Tatum all occupying the same positions. Jalen Brown and oh, and the last year's pick Jalen Brown. Brown. <laughs> so we got five players occupy, occupying two positions, which tells me that they're not finished. They can't they, be with all the draft picks that is stocked up. They can't be finished. So can we can we 
put aside the they trade IT situation or well they won't trade him, but I would I I think and that he's a two. Be, I think he that's the piece that you know, and I hate it, but he would be the odd man out if I if I were running that thing. I mean, I, I like him as a six man off the bench, but I know he wouldn't accept that role. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to pay him. Yeah, and I'm not gonna pay him max money at five foot six. So, and, I, and this, all of this is hypothetical. He said five five nine on his new commercial. Come on, boy, stop. <laughs> uh, and this That's is all just hypothetical. The media yeah. That's the media guy. <laughs> and this is all hypothetically speaking because Gordon Haywood hadn't went to the Celtics yet. But saying they do get Gordon Haywood, they got to make a move. And I would say IT would be that move because Jason Tatum's your young state, your young stud. Gordon Haywood's your established player. Jalen Brown showed promise last year. And Gordon and, 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 and Crowder is your consummate veteran. So I, I agree. Isaiah Thomas is your odd man yeah, out. Odd man because out. You, you're not getting rid of Avery Bradley because he's your he's your lockdown defender on, on the wing who can play one and two. And he showed this year he can score. Yeah. Well, the issue with so that move- would be that uh, Isaiah Thomas and Terry Rozier. Not about Rozier. And Marcus, Marcus Smart. And Smart. You would trust in one of them Ooh. to – well, and also, well, Avery Bradley's also listed as a point guard. Right. So, yeah. basically, you are – you have to solidify your point guard position. Uh, if you're going to – if you're considering trading Isaiah Thomas or are you going to put Avery Bradley at point, point guard, guard and have well, him well, run basically, the offense? Avery, Avery Bradley basically plays the point because Isaiah Thomas is the two-guard. He's a scorer. Mm-hmm. They look for him to score. Now, he scores from the top, which – but he doesn't. He doesn't orchestrate offense. Right. I would if I would if I could get Haywood in there. I would build my team around him as my piece. I agree. And I would see about moving Isaiah. Just to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, Isaiah, like I said, in in regular season you get away with it, mm-hmm. but in playoff basketball, I just don't see. They that showed this year by getting swept out of the playoffs. Right. I just. It, it just doesn't seem like that's the fit. Let's talk about this story that that we that I heard about um, about how the Chris Paul trade came about with <laughs> G Money laugh because he, he yeah, sent was... it to the uh, with well, G. You can go ahead and, and, and break down what what you said. I think the the Knicks was trying to trade. Uh, yeah, there was going to be a Knicks. Uh, the Knicks offered. Let me pull it up. They offered Carmelo and Sasha Vujacic to the Clippers for Jamal Crawford, Paul Pierce, and Austin Rivers. And Doc, the GM, declined that. Of course. Because he wasn't going to, he didn't want to trade his son. And Chris Paul took uh, exception to that. He took exception to that. And he felt that uh, he didn't want to trade his son. And that was really like the last straw uh, to where he was going to. Uh, he was going to, when he was a free agent, he was going to sign in Houston. Well, he's a free agent now, right? Who's Chris that? Paul? As a yeah, Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Friday goes so he was going to, he was going to sign with Houston. Houston. And so what the Clippers wanted to do is uh, have him opt in to his, opt into his last year. And then they could, and then they would trade him. So Houston can still offer him that large extension because they'll have his bird rights. Right. He, well, he actually, from what I was listening to uh, LA Sports Talk and Ramona Sheldon, Shelburne was saying that he he went to them saying that you're going to lose me for nothing. 
or I will opt in so we can do this sign and trade where you can get something back. He was trying to do the Clippers a solid. Right. Sort of. Because he was also doing himself a solid by trying move, to get that five years. And moving some of those pieces right. away yeah. away from Houston to have more room to get some other players, get another player in i.e. Mellow. But so it's it was kind of a win win for him to to go this route. And by him doing this before Friday, uh, Houston would get his bird rights. So he would be able to do that, do this for this year, and then next year sign that five-year whatever uh, max contract. Right. Super max is what they call Super it. Max. And see, to me, this is all so fluid because, you know, this this was something I learned today because I didn't think if he left the team, I didn't think he would be eligible to even get the Super Max. Right. But coming that he... He's leaving before the, yeah, before the deadline, then the rights kind of transfer. And I think it has to do something with his age also. And see, he knows the thing because he is the guy that put all this stuff together in the collective bargaining. Yeah, right. he's, he's the president. So, yeah, so he orchestrated how all this stuff works out. <laughs> but see, to me, it's, an, it's all an end game. And it's all an end game for after next year when the Super Friends unite. Mm. I'm telling so you this, happen. it's going to happen. Uh, it, it's in stone. They're either going to New York now, since New York is a destination that's open now with Phil being gone. So they all could go to New York, or they all can go to L.A., or they pretty much going to where they want to now, back to Miami. You can see it, it's developing and setting up. If Melo gets bought out, he'll be free for next year. Wade's getting bought out for uh, Chicago. Probably be you know able to go mm-hmm. next. Uh, Chris Paul's on that one-year deal. LeBron's on a one-year deal. I'm telling you, eventually, that's going to happen. Might not happen this year, but in next year, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 19. Here's the thing with Chris Paul, though. He is eligible for a six-year deal with Houston, six years, $230 million. Oh my goodness! They gave him an extra year and like twenty six million. He's not. I bet right. he go. He do that LeBron thing. Take, like take two to three. Money. Yeah, he gonna take the two to three year whatever, so he can orchestrate it, have his own. He can write his own ticket for the next year. I don't think he does the five year. I don't. We'll see. Was six years? Six right? year. Well, yeah, six gets year the extra deal. year. Right. Yeah. Wow. I'm telling you, I think what's how, going how, on. How old is Chris Paul? 32? 32. Same age as LeBron. So you're telling me you're going to pay Chris Paul, a 38-year-old Chris Paul, $30 million it's in the last year? It's more than 30. Now I'm saying in his, in his last year of his contract, it'll be like 30-something million. And I also heard that was a sticking point in, that, in L.A. with the Clippers because in that last, whatever he was, or 30, whatever he would be, yeah. he would get like $47 million yeah, for that last awesome. year. And they told him, said, man, they, they just didn't see him being worth that. No. On that last at thirty eight, that was the last domino to fall for him and say, "Well, look, I need to get out of here. <clears throat> not going. You want to, you know, not for, right, right on, that man. in. I got to go." Did y'all just say he can make forty seven? Forty seven. Last, that, and that's the five year two hundred four. That's going to be a, a contract that actually Jimmy Butler can can get too with Minnesota now. Now he, he can a, get like forty million. That's smart. I thought he could. He would. He wouldn't qualify for it because of his age, and he didn't see. I think him. I think it's five two hundred four for him. I think he can't get the super max though. Him and and Boogie Cousins, and this was this is the real reason that Boogie didn't want to leave Sacramento. This is the reason that Jimmy was upset when he found out that he had been traded from Chicago is because now they don't qualify for the Supermax because they're not with their original teams and their age is not above the 30 they whatever not on threshold. Second contract. Exactly. Yeah. So they don't qualify for that Supermax. They lost out on some money. 
and that's why they were a lot upset of money. On that a lot of, and, and and um, not on, and none of them, like Paul George, didn't make the third team. Yeah, didn't make. He didn't even make it. So he didn't qualify. He didn't qualify. So Plus, yeah. look at where Jimmy Butler's going. Now he's going to the West. Yep. So how hard is it going to be to make one of those three teams? It's going to be impossible at that man. position. You see what I'm saying? Going to the West is a little different. Mm. Well, let's talk about Minnesota since we're bringing that up. The trade came down. Uh, right before the draft, Jimmy That's Butler right. gets traded for um, Levine and um, what's my guy's name? Uh, Dunn. Yeah, yeah Chris, Chris, Chris Dunn. Dunn. They were not high on him. Nah. Yeah. And so so now they they was in the mix for trying to get Chris Paul as well. So you got Rubio, Butler, Wiggins, uh, Big Cat, and uh Gordell Dean or whatever. Yeah, Gordell Gord- 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 Dean. So, <laughs> Dang. Dang, there you go. So, how how does that help Minnesota in the West, and how far can they get with uh, Jimmy Butler reuniting with Tibbs? I think what Jimmy gives you is now he can teach him how to play a little bit better defense. But the problem with what Minnesota was doing, they couldn't hold leads. I think they gave up like – 10 four-quarter leads of where they had a, at least a double-digit lead. And you had to have somebody know how to win ball games. I think he'll help them in that respect. Uh, so in that respect, yeah, he, he automatically helps. He knows what Tib wants to do, uh, whether that burns them out or not, because Tibbs is one of those guys that kind of graze on you. I don't know how long that, you know, how long you can take that type of coaching if you don't kind of, go with the floor a little bit and then allow the players to play a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. But like I said, Jimmy, I think, helps them because he has maturity, probably making sure they get proper shots down the floor. The ball gets to certain plays or, or just to break momentum. Let's get a free throw here to stop a run. You know, those type of things are important. So, you know, I think he adds that that maturity and that, that veteran leadership that they need. Now, I'm going to keep it real. What about him and Cat, though? Because Cat was ascending to be the alpha dog. I understand that. But here, here, here's here's what we always talk about on this show. And we've always talked about. Minnesota just gained a legitimate give the ball to him on the wing, get out the way, and go get me a bucket. They got them a superstar. Because Jimmy Butler was ascending to superstar status. Okay? He's, he's averaging... He's in the top 10 in, in scoring per game. We know he's a two-way player. So, and even the way he look, he's marketable. All right? So, so with Jim, I believe Minnesota gained that guy. Cat is that guy, but he's a post player. He can't get his own shot. He's better set up than he is getting his, getting own. his own. So, with getting Jimmy Butler, somebody who can get their own that's going to help Ricky Rubio, who only wants to find people. Now when he gets into a tight and the shot clock gets low, Ricky Rubio doesn't have to make that play. We can find Jimmy Butler. We don't have to get Cat outside his area where he's comfortable trying to do something he's not comfortable with doing at the end of a shot clock or at the end of a game. So I believe, to be honest with you, I believe this puts Minnesota in the mix. But let me ask you, you said Rubio, but they're still shopping him. And yeah, they might get. Uh, they're interested in getting Derrick Rose, right? It's still shopping, but let me, and that's understandable. Well, I heard about Kyle Lowry too. Well, yeah, Kyle yeah, Lowry. Kyle Lowry. That's too. a dog. That'd be good. But what's wrong with what? What is it about Rubio besides the shot? Because the last, the second half of the season, he averaged a triple, triple double. double. Yeah, he did. So what is it about him that he doesn't mesh with that squad if he's 
facilitating and scoring. And that's not yeah, rebound. And, so what and he it? also averaged two steals a game. He was uh, in the top five in steals per game. But but I'm with you, D. I think to answer your question, I think Butler helps Rubio. Yes, that's what we said. Yeah, you know, that, I think that I I don't think that Rubio had that 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 veteran leadership that that guy that they can really depend on. That's why they lost so many leads because he was trying to do everything. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think. I think they, it would be best for them to run with Rubio to see how it plays out with Butler because I think it's a good match in the backcourt. Yeah. Rubio is not a small guy. No, he's 6'6". You, six, know, six. you know, Butler is 6'6". Six, six, yeah. A defender. So, you know, we didn't even know who played the two-guard last year after Levine got hurt. Levine got mm-hmm. hurt. You know, so you, when you take that in consideration, Rubio was trying to – Play two. Play play both kind of. He's not you know, a scorer. Exactly. So, I think it would be in the best interest to let your point guard be the point guard that you you have, and let him do because you don't need him to score. You got Wiggins, Cat, and Butler. What do I need yeah. you to? And, score? and with that, what you're saying, not everybody slides back one. Like instead of Wiggins being maybe the second score, now he's back to the third, and, yeah. which and, is and perfect. he's gonna be exactly. a, he's a twenty point a game exactly. score. That's what I'm saying. So now look at the scoring that you can Ooh. get from the third best player on the team, and then you got Cat behind Jimmy. I mean, it's, it, they got all the makings of being something serious. Because if you look at that squad, your one is a one. Ricky Rubio is a point guard and a point guard yeah, only. Right. He's not a he combo. Have to worry about dude. Yeah, Jimmy Butler is a two. He is that. He is a two guard. A two way two, too. A two way two. Right. Uh, Andrew Wiggins is a small forward. Mm. He is long. Athletic. He gets out on athletic. He gets out on the break. He can knock down the open shot when need be. And if he puts on some strength, he could be a great defender. Yeah, he can defend. Right. He can defend. And Cat is a four. Stretch four. In the post four, you can move him to the five. Yep. So you can do a lot of stuff. So when you look at their squad, they have a basketball they team. They got a team. Now, let's understand, the NBA is not typical nowadays. <laughs> so the one, two, three, and four actually don't matter yeah. no more. Right, right. You see what but I'm saying? But at least Cat can stretch. Exactly. So, like I said, you got moving parts mm-hmm. there. But if you go if you go traditional, they have every yeah. piece in every when tool When it's time to go down and Exactly. Shoot. Now, they can, can they compete with the Golden States? Uh, well, no. On that. <laughs> <laughs> no definitely. I mean, they they've beaten them a couple of times just because of because of matchups, uh, but uh, because they have. I mean, they have a guy like Carl Anthony Towns. He's a guy who can. If you have a guy who can block shots and shoot threes, that is that the value is going up on that kind of player, right? Um, I wanted to add that uh, with Jimmy Butler, I was looking at like what he's eligible for as far as his contract goes. So uh, he would have been eligible for the 217 to $246 million range with the Bulls. Right. But now that he's been traded, he would be eligible for a maximum of $184 million right. See, over five years. He couldn't get the super max. Mm-hmm. And the same for Boogie Cubs, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. why they were upset. He lost yep. about $50 million. And, and a year, because I think that contract is only four five. years. That uh, that would be a five-year deal. Five year deal. That so the super max is six. Yep. Okay. And that's a, um, 
<clears throat> That's a $33 million difference from the low-end project based on what the salary cap could That's be. That's why they were upset. One year, $33 million is what you lose. That's what right. you were upset about. That's oh, why man. Boogie was crying. Yeah. I'd have cried, too. Yeah. But more than anything, that's why you listen to Sports Roundtable, because we're here to give you the information first and foremost. And once again, if you uh, can't catch the show, please go to srtradio.com. You get all of the up, um, up-to-date news. It's updated all the time. Thanks to D-Money. He's on point with it. So check that out as well. Um, let's talk about Dwayne Wade. Uh, pretty much, may, they say he may have to give back a bunch of his, his money. If they buy him out. Yeah. May have to give, give back a bunch of his money. So... Bunch it's, like in how much? I, I, I'm not sure. But they said a bunch of 23.8, I think, is Almost his salary. Right at 20, yep. Yeah. So, does he automatically goes to Cleveland if he gets bought out? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm taking no buyout, though. Not if I'm losing. Because he already took less money that last year in that he was with Miami because he took the cut almost thinking LeBron was going to stay. Remember right, that? Right, right, and right. he had a chance to make, I don't know exactly what it was, but he didn't make the money he should have then. So he's kind of still chasing contract money. I don't know if I'm taking a, a cut. Of, I, look, the Super Friends together in 18. Yeah, next year. Yeah, 17. I might have to get that 24. Mm-hmm. That, he actually opted in. That's what I'm saying. He opted yeah. in to keep that money. Exactly. And I would be like, look, I you know, I want to play, play with LeBron, but now, if, now, if Chicago's crazy enough to go and get me my twenty-four million and let right. me walk, yeah, that, I'll take it. That's, but that's, if not, I'm a, I'm about to play this season for this twenty-four million. Exactly. And then I'll go to Cleveland. Yeah, we, or wherever wherever the super team teams are. Right. Um, that would be the only way I would do it. It's it's gonna be a mess in in L.A. Clipperland. Yeah. And we have to at least let you know that Jerry West did take a consulting job, but he has a mess to clean up because. Now, now I'm hearing there are some big tensions going on with Doc Rivers and the way that he's favoring his son. And J.J. Redick may leave. They're trying to shop DeAndre Jordan. Have you heard interviews with Jerry West? No. He don't care. He says what he says and he means it. Yeah. And he, uh, from what I understand, when he came in, he pretty much told them, the way y'all doing this, you're not going to beat Golden State with how you construct it. It's not going to happen. <laughs> exactly. So with uh, all this... Blake and uh, you cannot compete with if you're really in to winning the championship, it's not working like this. Now he wasn't in a meeting that they they said when Paul decided to tell them about the you know right. leaving and all, but he had already set the groundwork to say we got to make some changes around here because DeAndre and Blake and Chris Paul, how long y'all can keep hitting your head against the wall on this? This is not gonna beat Golden State. Yeah, you you lost to them ten straight times, mm-hmm. <laughs> ten, mm-hmm. and it has not been close the last mm-hmm. what six or seven games. It, it's not even close. They, they haven't beaten them in three years. See, so he already told them this was not going to work, and I do see it being a problem with he and Doc, because you know Doc has the keys to the kingdom. Right, he's the president, coach, coach. and he's in L.A. Right, he's so, living a life. You know, and I, to be honest with you, you know, if you bring Jerry West in, you brought him in because of what he's done with track record, whether that's been Memphis, whether that's been Golden State, whether that was even back when we was with mm-hmm. L.A. Lakers, yeah. 
he's what his word is going to carry weight. Go. So Bowman's bringing him in for a reason. So the writing might be on the wall for Doc. And that's what I think should have been the whole time. I think Doc, and you've said this before, Doc is the issue. Yeah. You, you can't wear too many hats. Exactly. And he has yeah. too many hats right now. Yeah, we, we always talk about being too close to your players. With, with Damn. Damn. You, your son? You think he's close to him? Exactly. Yeah, that's what but, uh, your son but, $12 but, million dollars a year. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. He Austin. Added, added his, he added his salary now with it. So... <laughs> Just in case he get fired. They got, they, got, they got the twins account. Exactly. The Morris twins. But, but but this is my thing. How difficult of a position that he's in to trade or not trade his son? His son. I mean, because think about it. If you put yourself in that position, you trade your son. You got to go home to mom. You got to go home to mom. He yeah. should have never brought him there, though, man. That was a conflict. Well, it, I think Austin Rivers would have been out of the league otherwise. I, yeah. I believe so too. I, I think he was headed to the NBA. Now, 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 let's give him credit. He has resurrected yeah, himself he's, he's in LA. Okay. He's played decent. He's played. He's played to the point where you can say he deserves. It's to be a in the lot league. of scrub. I think that's more of a he, he got minutes <laughs> rather than he played well. He got minutes. He was a first rounder. He would stay on somebody's roster. He might not he have been playing. Yeah, but I'm but saying he'd he, been playing. He, I'm saying he had decent games in the yeah. playoffs. He would have played somewhere, but like I said, I think that's too. That's like having Ivanka in the White House with Donald. You can't do that. <laughs> can't it's do a that. conflict. Conflict of interest. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. it, it's just it didn't. It's not working, man. It's not working. I agree, and I, and like you say, I'm circling back, but Doc, for 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 even though we don't agree with his first moves, and that's Mr. Schlink here in Atlanta, we we agree with. Taking that hat off a of bud. Yes. Okay. We do agree with that. So, yes. so, so I believe for the Clippers to make that next step, one, you know, it's not going to be the head coaching hat. So I believe that GM hat that has president, to be GM, whatever, whatever, he whatever, he, whatever yeah. his title actually is. Yeah. The other hat that he's wearing needs to be passed. Jared West, please come on down. Yeah. Hey, we're going to take a quick one minute break. When we get back, we're going to wrap things up. You listen to Sports Roundtable, srtradio.com. We'll be back with more Sports Roundtable on the Worldwide Radio Network. Tax season is coming to a close, and if you're still looking for a new, pre-owned, or used car, look no further. Jay's Used Cars is the place to be. Jay believes your job is your credit, and no matter what your situation is, Jay will get you a car. Visit Jay's Used Cars at 3820 Lawrenceville Highway in Tucker and mention Sports Roundtable and get a 10% discount. And before you get there, go to jaysusedcars.com to check out the inventory. Jay's Used Cars, where they stack them deep and sell them cheap. Sports, Sports Roundtable. Round Y'all remember the, the, the baseball player, the, the, the mute baseball player? Yeah. Yeah. Can't, and his name was what? Can't, get, can't, right. can't, can't, can't get, right. get Right. Blake Griffin is the new Can't, can't Get, get right. right. He can't get right foot. Every time the Clippers look halfway promising, Blake Griffin gets hurt. Blake Griffin punches his boyfriend. I mean, the little manager. <laughs> so, Blake Griffin is Mr. Can't Get Right. On the, On the Worldwide, Worldwide Radio, Radio Network, Network 1100 AM. We're back. Sports Roundtable, H.O. Hancock, D. Will, the coach, G. Money behind the glass, dropping them beats. Had a great show for you tonight, man. We jumped off into everything. We talking NBA. We told you what 
what's going on with the new Phillies Arena or the Phillies Arena renovation. We're going to continue this this um, NBA talk with talking about them L.A. Lakers because that is one of the teams um, that made some moves uh, draft night, and they got that guy, and they said that they're going to make him the face of the team. Uh, so, D. Will, what direction are the Lakers headed, in your opinion? Uh, y'all remember um, back before we made it to uh, this illustrious live radio on WRN 1100 here in ATL in Philly, uh, I used to do a segment called Trending Topics. Yes. Uh, the Lakers are trending upward. They are trending in the right direction. Uh, the Lonzo Ball pick was a was, was a no brainer. It, it it was good for it was good in every situation and thought that you can imagine. Hometown kid coming home, so he puts the butts in the seats. His dad has Lonzo don't have a big personality. Yeah. All right. So his dad has made him a big personality. Little he, Penny. Thank you. Lord have mercy. That is the best one ever. <laughs> He is little penny. And so so that was a great pickup. And I'm gonna let Hancock take it, but that Josh Hart pickup. This this was what I was looking for. You know, we asked about who would be kind of that late pick to go. And I thought he would go to a team that was probably had a better record or whatever. But at least getting a, a player like Josh Hart, somebody that's been in big games, won titles, you know, four-year player at Villanova. Uh, from what I'm hearing, they're even kind of penciling them in right now as the starting two. So I think he gives you defense on one side. He can make an open shot. I look at him as a poor man's Clay Thompson as far as more the defensive side. He gives you that that side you need out there and that defensive foot speed enough to stay with that player. He might be guarding the best offensive player on the, on the opposing team. Yeah. So you can see the building blocks that they have. You got like I said, Brooke Lopez came in there. That's almost like a draft pick for them to get a player his caliber. Yeah, to come for, in for one year, for at least, twenty million dollars. Right, but he comes off the books next he year. Comes so off that's the books. Money. Oh, you get and you get if you depend on how he plays. You might keep him. You might keep him. But they they are real high on Zubek, the kid uh, that they got rookie they got in last year. So we'll see how he develops. But even if he just grooms Zubek for a year. He, he's paying for himself there. Mm-hmm. But like I said, even with what I'm saying with Brooke Lopez, you got one less three-pointer than you had with D'Angelo Russell. Exactly. So he's stretching the floor and giving you size, and he can run the floor. Mm-hmm. And he gives you a, a legitimate defender in the post. So I think you look at with the Paul leaving L.A. and, you know, kind of not knowing what Brooke Lopez, I mean, uh, what Blake is going to do over there, DeAndre, the Lakers have pretty much reclaimed L.A., Especially with Lonzo and LeBron. Right. They they never really lost it, but Clipper fans had a little little sway they could talk. in saying. They could actually talk. Yeah, they could talk, but I think things are, are going back all Laker fans now. I got a question for for uh and you Hancock. With uh with the trade of, of D'Angelo Russell and when Magic introduced Lonzo Ball, he said he was looking for a leader. And I think that I mean, definitely that was a shot at D'Angelo Russell. But do you uh, do you think like too much is being put on Lonzo Ball, or from what you've seen, he he looks like he'll be able to handle it? I, I don't think too much is being put on. Him, to be honest, I, 
Do you see what this boy daddy does? Yeah, he puts. Have you have you seen the pressure he has put on his son? And if 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 people think this just came out of nowhere, that he's 19 years old. He's been like this for 19 years of his life. Yep. He's always had this pressure from LeVar. So to be honest, I believe the pressure of the NBA is really rolling off his back. You can tell it doesn't bother him because some people do. They were on WWE the other night. Right. And he was laughing at his daddy. Laughing at his daddy when his like, daddy took off like, his shirt. He's so, like, bro, this dude is fool. I believe he has not only the, the, the skill, but the poise to be a superstar. And that's star. the thing. That's the thing. And what I do love is that he has a guy in Magic who's done it, who came out of college as the guy. You the guy. You, this is what we were looking for you to do in L.A. So the blueprint, the map, everything is there. Anytime he has a question, all he got to do is look upstairs and talk to Magic. Magic can guide him and show him what to do. Ball, Lonzo can play. There's only one thing that you know, we all kind of talk about and that I kind of descend on is I'm a little worried about the jumper. But as far as running the team, the moments being too big, I don't think so. So, uh, in that respect, I think he'll be able to handle the situation. There's going to be some bumps. Oh, yeah, no, no. Kobe shot air balls. Yeah, he's he's going to be some bumps or whatever mm-hmm. because the team is not up to what it's going to be in the in the future. So, you know, it's going to be a lot on the shoulders. We'll see some ups and downs. So, to your point, and before we get out of here, let's go back some years when Magic got drafted. We saw the 30 for 30. And this sort of reminds you of, the relationship that Magic had with Jerry Buss that Lonzo mm-hmm. would have with Magic. I don't think LeVar going to let it go that far, though, because Jerry just... Buss got it in. <laughs> Even Dr. Buss got it in. But, but the relationship, yeah, being yeah, yeah, able yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. go to him, right. you know, it's almost like the the, the Arthur Blank, Ma- uh, Michael Vick situation. Mm-hmm. We're going to make sure we take care of this kid. Mm-hmm. And Magic, we're going to make sure that because they want to win, they want to reclaim L.A. back. So let's look out for that. Uh, I'm very, very interested. I'm more interested in next year's NBA than a lot of things because it will be interesting, first of all, to see if this this thing with CP3 and Harden stays. I'm interested in that. I'm interested to see where Gordon Hayward goes. I'm interested to see if they're going to actually trade Aldridge. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how many Hawks fans are actually going to come to the game <laughs> and play and yeah. play top golf. Hey, listen, I don't mean to cut you off, but hey, Paul Millsap or not? No, gotta go. I've been yeah. saying you can't yeah. do you, it. You can't win with him with, with what you got, right? Yeah, I mean, so so you good. agree losing him for nothing? Yeah, I mean, I, no, you try to get a signed trade. Yeah, you sign. You try to do a sign. You think trade. somebody's going to sign him for two hundred five? Denver. Somebody gonna sign him for something. Denver, they might not Denver, use two hundred five, but he's not gonna get two hundred five here. Yeah. So he's wherever he you gonna wherever he can go will probably be more than what the, the Hawks are willing to give. So exactly. you, you have a good chance. Even though the Hawks right. can offer him the most money, yeah, but that the ain't Hawks ain't gonna. Nah, it's not happening. Exactly. Exactly. Now Golden gonna. State made out like bandits too. I'm telling you, you know they got the guy Jordan I was Bell. talking about. Jordan the Bell. Mm-hmm. They got yeah. Jordan Bell. And he's and he's exactly what they need. They exactly paid, what they, they paid three point five million to get that pick. Right. So now you got a you got a better uh, Javale McGee. Somebody, you, that, you see what I'm saying? So younger. Are you man? It's time to get up out of here, man. I want to shout out to Facebook Live. I see y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks for all our loyal listeners for tuning in each and every week. 
We want to thank everybody who listened to our podcast. Please go to srtradio.com to listen. Click on podcast and check out our archive shows. Listen, I got the best crew in the world, man. I want to thank y'all each and every week for always being prepared and doing your thing. And it's wonderful. And we, I can't leave without mentioning the 8th Annual Smokers Retreat. Friday, let's get it, from 3 to 8. It's going down. Big Boy Cigars will be in the house. So let's make sure we get to that, that point. Come on down to Onyx, and we go show you how That's we. right. When is that? Friday. Friday. Oh, yeah, man. So, <laughs> so let's make sure we get it in, baby. <laughs> All right, here, go ahead. Hey, man, if I can't make it down, man, y'all smoke one up for me, big homie. Yes, sir. You know what? Legally. Yeah. But anyway, um, to all my people out there, my people in Detroit, man, came went up there to see my cousin get married. Met some good people up there. They had some real funny stories, so they said they were going to be listening. If you are, what up? If you're not, what up anyway? <laughs> anyway, uh, that's about all I got to say. I oh, appreciate Will calling in tonight. Will, holler at you tomorrow, homie. I hope you keep passing the word and uh, telling folks about the show. There you go. Yeah, shout out, Will. Hey, man, I want to give a huge shout out to my wife, Harold and Leslie Williams. Harold is what we call her. Uh, Harold came in studio tonight, y'all. Yeah, trying to check us out, trying came, to see what we talking about. Came to see what we were talking about, man. It was her first time in studio, man. She on she on driving to the city, y'all. At all, period, zero. She don't come into the city. So for her to drive down in the city and check us out tonight, man, I appreciate that. And then y'all already know, man. Follow me on social media. Uh, first of all, business first. Buy a t-shirt from it. I got you at underscore real talk tees on Instagram. And also follow me at I am coach. I am coach K9. I am coach K like King and the number nine. There you go. Holla at me. Uh, thank you to everyone listening. Shout out to my mom and dad who listen every week. Shout out to you fine gentlemen uh, for allowing me to uh, to work with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, if you guys want to follow me on social media, I'm at G Plays It Cool. And you can follow my music podcast by the time you hear this at by the time you hear this dot com. Also, before we get out of here, shout out to Dr. Wilson, man. We go over there. I go over there. Uh, which is uh, my God's mother, brother, man. Me and him has gotten real tight. And we go over there and we smoke up a stogie, man. He say he listened to the show. And the greatest compliment that you ever want to get, man, he said that one difference and one thing he loves about our show is that we are authentic and it sounds like it. So, bitch, shout out to Doc Wilson, man. And we appreciate it, Doc. We appreciate it. And with that being said, man, let's roll. Boogie! I'm headed home, baby. They call me coach because I teach you how to ball. This your main man, H.O. from Bankhead, R.I.P. B.C., R.I.P. Mom. And if you love the show, tell a friend. And if you didn't, got that Benadryl. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, we out, peace. up on June 30th is a day party you don't want to miss. It's the 8th anniversary celebration of the Smokers Retreat at Onyx, 1888 Chester Bridge Road in Atlanta. 
hosted by Cigar Mike with DJ Crunch on the ones and twos, and also Big Boy Cigars will be in the building. Come out to Onyx from 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. on June 30th. There'll be plenty of giveaways, including a wine cooler cigar humidor and a complimentary buffet until 6 p.m. That's Onyx on June 30th, 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. for the 8th anniversary celebration of the Smokers Retreat. 